Warning, Tales from the What If contains adult language and is not intended for younger audiences. Listener discretion advised. Also, spoilers. Hello, and welcome back to the Tales from the What If podcast. <laughs> uh, we are joined once again. I'm uh, Alex. Uh, that was a weird intro. Sorry. Hey, that's okay, <laughs> right. man. Um, you don't have to explain yourself to uh, us. You know, Your friends. You have gonna... to explain yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you I'm sorry, Jared. Jared. I disappointed you. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, my name is Alex uh, Mattingly, and I'm joined by... Uh, Jarrett Sears, Noah Norton, and I'm Hank Kilgore. All right. And uh, now that we're all nice and introduced here, we are going to talk about some shared universes today, uh, Mm -hmm. because uh, this weekend we have uh, Annabelle Comes Home, is is the name of this one? Is that the third It's the third one. one, If you can believe it. Yeah, I've completely (laughs) lost track of those movies. And this is like, what, like the... Seven? It must be like the Conjuring movie. I, I want to say almost tenth in this whole Conjuring universe because there's there's a okay so there's what three Conjuring movies. No, well the third one hasn't even come out yet. Annabelle has oh, made it to a oh, third okay. movie before the Conjuring movies. Mm. Is it, it, this is the Captain America Civil War of the universe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Conjuring two point five. Yeah. <laughs> is is Insidious in the Conjuring universe? No, that was okay. just uh, that was directed by James Wan. Was uh, Patrick Wilson also in that? Yeah, movie? he was. It, is he playing the same character? He no, no, he's he's playing someone completely so different. Okay, yeah, yeah. I totally thought was that in was in the same. Well, the, he was also in Phantom of the Opera. He was, which is also part of the Conjuring universe. Incredible. Well, the Conjuring ones, he he's playing a. What are they? The Warrens? The or Warrens, something? yeah, they're yeah. real life people. They're right. both dead now. Yeah. Uh, so, what is the is connection right? between? Yes, I don't really yeah, watch the, these movies anymore. What is like the thread between Annabelle uh, and Conjuring? The Warrens, none, and yeah, well, now, uh, La Llorona. Well, yeah, La Llorona, which I've not seen yet. That's part of the universe. I saw yeah. with Linda Cardellini, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that one's interesting because the sorry, the guy who directed it, uh, he made a short film that James Wan really liked, and so they made that as like. A feature version, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's part of the Conjuring universe." And then he's going to be directing the Conjuring three instead of James okay. Wan. Concerning. Yeah, I, I yeah. get a little concerned when someone other than James Wan directs those movies. And these are all Warner Brothers. Right? They are. Okay. They are Warner. Yes, they are. Yeah, they. Um, I feel like the way I would describe them, and I don't like these movies. That's why I stopped watching them because they're everything <laughs> I hate about modern horror right now, which is just yeah. loud noises only for the sake of scaring the audience. Has nothing to do with the story. I yeah. liked the Dumb, first couple. Thin, I thin think. plots. Well, nothing. Yeah. I enjoy the first Conjuring. Oh, so the Conjuring. They like, are main like films? The, they're like the Iron Man's, I guess, mm-hmm. in the very relative <laughs> sense of it all. Yeah. But then you have like the Nun, which was like I'd God rather awful. be stabbed in the eyes. Yeah. Or you have like. Um, uh, What's Annab- Annabelle? Which Annabelle. is just, I mean, lazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, know. They're just so boring. And I mean, I think Annabelle creation. I saw Annabelle creation. Yeah, it like, wasn't that bad. It was bad. Yeah, Annabelle creation was better. Like their sequ- like their their spinoff movies are like. That's interesting. Is it the general, same director? Kind, no, it was actually uh, uh David F. Sandberg. Oh, was, interesting. Uh, was the director of? Uh, Didn't we talk about him in the last? We episode? did. Yeah, yeah. He, he directed Annabelle creation. Uh, and yeah, because that's what that's what that whole contest you were talking about last time was for yes, was for the right. rich Vandal yes, creation. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 it's uh, their their sequels are kind or their spinoffs are just 
they're more generic horror films, whereas the Conjuring ones are more like James Wan of that more quiet, atmospheric horror, and then sure. like the Which nun is, is much more engaging. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah. stories are. Just, ah, 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 I mean, they're gonna though. they're gonna just keep making them until they run it into the ground. Though, until people I mean, stop going. Yeah. It's Warner Brothers, and since you know. Harry Potter's mostly over, other than the well, they got like what ten more Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts, Beasts movies to make. But those are ever oh, you know every now and then, and they three. since they <laughs> they dropped the old uh, DC universe into the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's kind of up in they, the air. I mean the the Conjuring universe is really their their biggest thing right. In Game yeah. of Thrones, well, and it makes a ton of and, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Godzilla. Godzilla. Well, yeah. Godzilla. That, oh, yeah, there is one. Yeah, yeah although okay. I don't know. But they take their sweet time between each Godzilla movie. Well, they, yeah. they're already finishing up. Those. I thought they already finished or are shooting currently uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. I thought. Maybe. Yeah. They're, no, they're inside man. Godzilla <laughs> King of Monsters um, oh, yeah? last week. It, I will say the uh, the B-movie quality of it all yeah, is... Man. is a rare form. I was telling yeah. Noah that I'm convinced that director Michael Doherty. That's right. Who I that's right, we talked about all this because yeah. I, I chose him for our thing last time. Um, I was convinced that he knew that he was forced to have human elements in it, so he just told everyone <laughs> be as lazy and just do the worst versions of these scenes as possible. And I thought it worked. And this is my theory, but it was one of the funniest things ever watching like. Kyle Chandler's face and Vera Farmiga's face and none of these people doing anything. <laughs> yeah, they uh I'd say e- e- Charles Dance. Charles Dance. So yes. Tywin, oh, man. He, I I don't want to say he's the only one that tried cuz I don't even think he was trying. <laughs> he just I has such he, an engaging he's voice just, he's and just presence. so magnificent. Yeah, yeah, his presence brings and He's only in like a 3 level. minutes of the real. Yeah, he's same really way that I don't think Very Samuel short. Jackson really tries that much, oh, but it's just he really just good. Is, he just, yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Millie Bobby Brown didn't impress you with her uh, her scowling. Was she even in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, when she never stuck her hands forward and her nose didn't start bleeding. I yeah, yeah. I just she's one of those actresses uh, or actors actresses that like I feel like like Daniel Radcliffe is just for, gonna forever be known for that like one role. And yeah, it's gonna hopefully be hard she to can find her way when she gets a little older. I don't yeah. know. I still want Daniel Radcliffe to be cast as Wolverine. But then, really interesting. Uh, he's too baby faced. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it be great if he got like ripped? ripped. And <laughs> that would be just funny. <laughs> just he put on so small guy. some pounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what I saw the other day at the Vista was the original King Kong. Uh, oh, really? and I realized I'd never actually seen the original Japanese one. I learned there that what I had seen long ago was the Americanized. Are you talking about Godzilla? Yeah, the original. Oh, you said Kong. Oh, I said Kong. It's a Japanese version of Kong. No, I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm internet. I am talking about Godzilla, um, <laughs> which I think was 1954. Yeah, yeah, 54, like 55. And I found out because the cut I saw was some super Americanized version. Yeah, that damn what's his face. Yeah, and that's all I knew of it. So I thought it was like this, you know. And all from the other movies, I thought they're just silly, wacky, dumb movies. And I didn't realize how incredible the first Kong movie is. The Godzilla. Gosh, why do I keep saying that? I quit. Or uh, Gojira. Gojira. Godzilla. I was blown away. Very good movie. It was much more serious than I ever thought yeah. it would be. Because like yeah. halfway through the movie, I was like, oh my god, this is a real it's, movie. Yeah, yeah. The, first, great. the first Godzilla yeah. movie is like a legit good movie. And it's just, yeah. you know. I mean, I it's a lot like... How did the, it devolve into what it became? It's, it's yeah, a lot slowly. like the <laughs> legendary one where he's just sort of uh, this force of... Nature, horror that yeah. comes out of nowhere he, he's uh yeah. very much 
an allegory for uh, the horror Jap- Japan had experienced with the nuclear bombings. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's really good. And oh, I yeah. was blown away because I kind of like I knew that was the idea of it originally. I didn't realize how straight it was played, which yeah. I thought was fascinating. The reverend, um, the character. They, yeah, they, yeah. Um, they treated it very seriously. Like it's a natural disaster. It was very well place. done. Yeah. I, was, I was stunned. And then and they I was were also like, like, "Let's super see if confused. we can have him fight some other monsters." <laughs> yeah, and then it just goes <laughs> went silly with. And I love that too. Uh, yeah. So there's whatever. actually a Godzilla movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was done in Japan recently. Shin Godzilla? Oh, was yeah. Was that it? Shin, yeah. Shin Godzilla is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd heard amazing things about it. It's, it's, yeah, you check it out. Well, I realized yeah. it's super similar to the original one, mm-hmm. but just much more modern. Yeah. Um, without lead characters, really, which was interesting. Yeah, they... And it was cool. Yeah. It's yeah. also really wacky, but it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla does have an amazing universe. Yes, he does. Yeah, get back on topic. <laughs> Bring it full circle. <laughs> uh, shared universes are uh, kind of the thing now. I mean, they've been around for uh they were around before marvel like you know you had like godzilla doing stuff in japan you had like universal in the early days with their horror movie monsters like you had Mm -hmm. frankenstein meets wolfman stuff like that abbott and costello were in every universe yeah (laughs) Yeah, really (laughs) they are the connective fluid of the cinematic universe uh but yeah hollywood (laughs) but marvel of course uh kind of popularized it and made it the uh it thing to do uh like 3d with james cameron yeah Uh, well they're kind of the first people to realize let's just basically do television but mega produced and Mm -hmm. much longer and tell like a more linear story because i realized recently as someone who's grown up watching all the marvel movies Mm -hmm. and loving them um I met some people who had literally never watched those movies before, and really? then like, and we saw like Infinity War together, which I wouldn't assume you know much. You were like, what's wrong? wrong but with like, you? even movies just like you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. or an Iron Man two or you know Captain Marvel. There's still so much jam packed in there yeah. that to me, I'm like, oh yeah, these are good standalone movies. And my these people are like, no, they're not. They're like, I have no clue what's going yeah. on, even mm-hmm. for like you know a first of a because so, they, yeah, they they weave them all together so well. And it's like yeah. going into Game of Thrones like season 5 and mm-hmm. you're, yeah, and you know these characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. it's long-form storytelling on a massive budget. And yeah. I guess they're the first people to really take that seriously. I'd yeah. Because when you talk about like Godzilla, it's like versus Mothra versus it's just fun. Like, yeah. Uh, what if we did this? That could be cool. And yeah. I mean there's no continuity between them they no. just right sort of, yeah i mean there was well it's almost like, like there was no planning x-men where it's like yeah. they're kind of the same but they're not it is a universe same yeah. actors but sometimes it's different interpretations and well it was know. you know like with godzilla or like before it was like you make a sequel if the first one does well you aren't like intentionally planning like oh we got like this next like three movies planned out yeah. like whereas marvel from the get-go is like all right here's our 10-year plan uh, so I guess that's a good segue into our own 10-year plans or whatever we have here for uh, our own cinematic universes that we'd like to see and that forethought into them. So uh, Yeah, and so the idea is that we could take any movie that's ever been made and published uh, and turn it into a cinematic universe, whether yeah. it already is a part of one. I think most of us really didn't do that, though. We just kind of mishmashed our own yeah. and just kind of... So take any movie you want. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. It. Yeah, it, was, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like we got some very different like approaches here to this prompt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Alex, you won. I, won. I believe, which I is yeah, amazing. That I'm never still coming down from that high. Before. Well, that's um, still under investigation. Yeah, yeah I'm, I don't, I don't trust it. But you technically won. I technically. So you get I, to start. You know. So uh, yeah, I will start with mine, uh, and my my shared universe uh, is going to be Hellboy. 
nice. because I'm a I'm a big Hellboy fan. Um, and, and this is all coming from your love of the most recent film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw that one and I was like, I mean, what's Did the you? point in making it? No, I haven't seen that one actually. <laughs> I still I it saw was- it. It's, it was rough. Yeah, that's what I've well, heard. They jam packed like twelve different sort of arcs into one. Yeah, and it didn't work. That's and what I the comedy I got was from rough it. Rough in it too. And yeah, I, I heard there was a lot of drama behind the scenes, like a lot of like conflicting. Like the director and the producer were going at it a lot. Apparently, like the like the actors were writing their own like dialogue mid shoot. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of issues behind the scenes on that. Uh, it is coming. I saw it's coming to Amazon the same day that it's um, releasing on Blu-ray and DVD. So yeah, next month. So uh, oh, I'll probably check it out then. Yeah, check it out. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, you I want to watch it. Boy, so check it out. Yeah, I, I've heard some good special. things about it. I, I really wasn't super into it from the get-go. I didn't like the makeup for uh, for David Harbor that they did this time yeah. around. But uh, yeah, so my version of Hellboy uh, would be a little bit more planned out. Um, and be more in line with what the comics are because like one of the big things about the trailer for the uh, for the new one was it felt like they're trying to be Deadpool where they're like kind of like oh like we're kind of like we're gonna have a pop rock song in the trailer and like yeah. Hellboy's gonna be making jokes the entire time and yep. it's like gonna be edgy and dark that and... Guardians of the Galaxy influence yeah. is oh my God. crazy it's, and no one yeah. pulls it off the way James no. Gunn has yeah. I mean except I liked uh, Thor Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok was good yes but that wasn't like a lot of like other than like uh, Led Zeppelin yeah. 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 which was just cool but yeah. um, like the colors I, and it stuff it wasn't frustrating well I just yeah. mean like putting pop songs well, into uh, yeah. films well, I, yeah well I feel like every trailer now like tries that yeah. like to add a pop song trailer and it just doesn't work all the time like the <laughs> the mummy where they had like paint God. it black and stuff yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Just like everybody tries to do well, that and uh and and the justice league movie they did like a rock version of a beatles of come oh together. that's right come together yeah, yeah that's just right. like what are you so doing weird. and like <laughs> suicide squad league. did bohemian oh, rhapsody yeah. Yeah. yeah which one did that what Bohemian uh, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like, well, they did a lot with all their. Yeah, yeah. I I remember when the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer came out. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, no, this movie's gonna be really great." I'm like, "Is it really gonna be Why? great?" Because or does everybody just really love Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fine. Oh god, it was Bohemian there was a moment when we were oh, seeing Suicide Squad. It was me and about four or five other guys back in Louisiana, and I looked over like halfway through. Because I was at the far end of our how we were all sitting, and every one of my friends was kind of like slumped over, arms on their like <laughs> knees, just kind of looking down and looking around. And I was just like, "Are y'all okay?" <laughs> yeah. And guess what? We're the only people in the theater. Oh man. <laughs> so, yeah. To <laughs> to clarify, I did mean that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was fine, not Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, was, Suicide I was a little surprised when you said was that. Was a war crime, and you know. <laughs> The guillotine's ready. When- <laughs> we know you're talking about Kong. It's okay. <laughs> so this is about Hellboy? But yeah, Hellboy. Yeah, who else so is in that universe? Hellboy, I feel like uh, the the new one didn't get the tone right. Like, Hellboy is much more like what Del Toro was trying to do. Uh, and so, uh, you know, in my shared universe, I would kind of make Del Toro the uh, Kevin Feige of the whole thing, where he's a little bit more of the overall... Would you have him direct at all? Uh, yeah, I'd want him to direct produce. some. Like, he'd be like Kevin Feige, like, Joe Sweden type a little bit, like, in the first little bit. Because, uh, yeah, I, I feel like his general style... And the other thing, too, is, like, when the first Hellboy came out that he directed, he was still fairly new. Uh, so he didn't really have full reign sure. of those movies. Uh, so they were very still much, like a lot of studio interference. So I feel like if you just let Del Toro do Del Toro with his style and whatever he wants, I feel like he could make the like 
perfect Hellboy movie. Uh, and so you have him behind the wheel. Are you following the any continuation of the past films or starting from scratch? No, it's going to be totally from scratch. Okay. It's going to follow the comics, um, like, loosely. Like, there's gonna, like I want to pull arcs from the comics. Uh so like I mean I, I've got a whole <laughs> I've got a whole like list here. So you know you'd open up with uh, Hellboy, kind of a seeds of destruction retelling, which is what the first one was yeah. very loosely uh, kind of based off of, without the like love story crap and stuff like that. Uh, just kind of follow, you know, more along with the like comics and the horror aspect of it, very gothic horror. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there you're setting up the basic elements of the universe: Hellboy, Rasputin. Uh, the BPRD, uh, and then from there you go and you do a Hellboy and the BPRD movie where it follows more of uh, the Wake the Devil storyline, which is uh, another popular uh, early storyline in the comics. Uh, you're introduced to uh, how hard are you on like adapting from book from page to screen? I mean, I, I don't think it needs to be like you know exact. Like I, I think there's some like. Uh, you know, you can play around with some of the storyline. You know, you have to make it suitable for film and make it a flowing story. I think you can, like, take elements from it, like uh, characters and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like, I would want Rasputin to be kind of like the Thanos of the okay of the universe. Like, he he's the villain in the first one, but he's kind of this looming threat that, that echoes throughout, which, like, he does in the comics. Like, he's sure. kind of always constantly And you can even have him defeated originally yeah. and then come back. Yeah, like... Yeah, he, he gets defeated arc. and brought yeah. back multiple times. And so, like, you then introduce other characters and threats through in the other movies. Like, with The Wake of the Devil, you introduce Roger, who's this, like, kind of... Uh, he's kind of like a golem. Like he's a he's a being that's created by alchemy, and so he mm. needs like an engine to run. And there's like a connection between him and Liz and stuff like that. You have him introduced, and he becomes kind of becomes kind of a friend to Hellboy. Yeah. And then the next Hellboy movie, you do the Conqueror Worm, and you, know, you bring all these aspects in. The Conqueror Worm introduces Lobster Johnson uh, who, as a ghost Lobster in that one. Johnson. Uh, Lobster Johnson, <laughs> Lobster Johnson, who's my man, awesome. Uh, and then from there, you can do start doing all these spin-off movies like a lobster johnson movie uh set in the 1930s or 40s and then you could do like an ape sapien movie that's like an origin story uh and it's called the shape of water it's called the shape of water <laughs> and uh, picture. you know. never heard of it <laughs> yeah. uh and then the third hell like main hellboy movie would be hellboy in hell Okay. Which would be like I want to like open the movie on him uh, would getting you call killed. It Hell squared boy. <laughs> oh boy, Hell squared boy. Uh, <laughs> um, and so you'd have him doing uh, the whole Hellboy and Hell arc, and then ultimately leading into uh, some more spinoffs with Ape Sapien, Lobster Johnson, and then bring it all back to a head with like the end game of it all. Which would be the BPRD movie, uh, Hell Hell on Earth, which is how he just wrapped up the comic, and yeah. Which brings Hellboy back to Earth, and then he has cool. like this final showdown, which is much more fluid by the books kind of uh, adaptation. Yeah, you know, know, like the, if it's which if is it's good not... because those movies, even the Gamera ones, are all over the map. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, the, the the Del Toro ones, like I think, had the uh, the style and like the aesthetic right. But the story wasn't there. Like it was much more studio. Like sure. oh, Hellboy is in love, and this. And that was a sweet guy. little time before you know. It was such a niche thing. These yeah. comic book movies. And yeah. it was like it was PG thirteen. Like I do think Hellboy needs to be rated R. Like yeah. I think that's like a big thing. Um, and now you could do that. You can do that. Great. Yeah, they did yeah. do that. They did do. And that. They did. Yeah. And yeah. it they turned just out did it so well. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Wait. Maybe not. 
But I do think that could be something really interesting about that. What if is uh, having a villain that's that sustaining, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think Thanos, as much as we loved him, he's almost, he was kind of marred by that decision of, like, we're he not really, really sure matter what to do yeah. like, with him the whole time. Yeah. So I feel like if you had this, like, movie that's spanning, you know, however many years or however many mm-hmm. months, it could be really cool for, like, the yeah. final time Rasputin, mm-hmm. Rasputin and him yeah. face off. And it's, like, it's almost like, it's, like, frenemies at some point because, like, yeah. we've done this fights so many sure times. yeah exactly because hellboy is linked to rasputin and like you know there's this whole back and forth where rasputin's like hey yeah like help me like bring hell to earth and hellboy's like no i don't want to and uh <laughs> like there's like a point at the end like where he literally uh rasputin rips off his right arm uh, the, the right arm right hand of doom yeah yeah oh yeah uh, he's like yeah you're not like fucking worthy is there a hand underneath it or no it's just like i don't know if that's like his hand or if that's a glove there's a regular size hand it's super white it's never seen the sun at all just like really sh- like shriveled yeah. up this is a little yeah. baby hand yeah i i mean i always love movies like that and that's yeah. uh, to me that that'd be super engaging to have that attachment to hellboy i do yeah. get to ask who would you cast oh yourself? well i'm glad I, you yeah, asked yeah. noah i have my cast list right here oh my god um <laughs> so prepared. yeah uh the hardest one was was hellboy like others like i had people immediately popped to mind but hellboy i was like thinking about and thinking about and thinking about and uh, i went through a few different names but i finally landed on uh lee pace Okay. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I think he's, you know, because the thing is, is uh, in the movies, they've tried to make Hellboy the more burly, like, you I know. Mean, I mean, between Ron Perlman, between Ron Perlman and, and, and David Harbour, they, yeah. they really tried to make Ingrid, him more. Bulk him up. <laughs> yeah, they really made him bulky and stupid and stuff. Whereas in the comics. Too stupid. Yeah. Well, just kind of like. Simple. Actually, very, very much like David Harbour's character in Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, just kind of reluctant. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. He's smart, no. but he's not really trying to think too much. Exactly. I which, get what you're saying. Which, and Hellboy, he isn't that big. Like No, he's really, he's actually kind of scrawny yeah. in some which ways. Which is always like, a little yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, and so that's why I feel like Lee Pace would be really good. Like, he still has that height to him, but, like... It's more about like because he's also smart in the in the comics as well. Yeah. Like yeah, he makes jokes and stuff, but like he's, he's very intelligent. A detective. Yeah, he's a, yeah exactly. I mean, he's like a detective. Like he's smart. He knows like the spells and stuff. Like uh, he's he's more of a uh, versatile character than just like oh I'm the big guy with the with the right. arm you know. Uh, and so yeah, I think that Lee Pace would be great in that. Uh, I also he's a pie maker from uh... what is it. <laughs> Pace is the pie maker. Yeah, <laughs> the pie maker. My From, uh, he was in the Hobbit. He was in. Uh, he was. In, he's Ronan the Accuser. He's Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. God, he everyone's listening to this. Going to be yelling it out. And I did not see Ronan make any pies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the Although deleted scenes. Pushing daisies. <laughs> there you Peter go. Quill cooking all pushing daisies. Pushing. That's oh, right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, okay, he, let's go way okay. back. Yeah, he's yeah. Got no, a he's a pretty good voice. And yeah, he generally plays villainous characters. Yeah, and he's you know used to being under makeup and stuff. So see him as the antihero. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't too. even realize uh, he was like in the Avengers universe till the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah when man. it was like pointed well, out to me yeah. that Captain Marvel. He's a, he's that's a great who it actor. was, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, no, he's a fantastic. <laughs> I didn't recognize actor. him all. 
blued up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he would be my Hellboy. Uh, I would do Bill Skarsgård as uh, Abe Sapien. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's I, a wonky one, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he, he's also another one that's like performs really well in makeup. He's kind of got that weird look to him already. Oh, he'd go so hard. Oh, yeah. Exactly. A, like he, he would commit to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would dye his skin. <laughs> yeah. He would surgery. And, yeah. He would spend his life in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he would be Abe Sapien, uh, Lobster Johnson, uh, I I've always wanted Bruce Campbell to play him. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm so he's, he's getting a little, a little old now. You know, even the name it just sounds so Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Right. Like, Lobster, Lobster Johnson. Johnson. I'm Lobster Johnson. Yeah, I, I could still hear his voice in it. Sure. Uh, I would maybe say Army Hammer if I had to go with somebody younger. Okay. Um, Is there no consideration for Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion would also be a good Lobster Johnson. I thought about him too, but again, he kind of falls in the Bruce, Bruce Campbell where he's a little. Old, too old yeah but we got uh, that marvel de-aging tech yeah, yeah. <laughs> weren't you talking about lobster johnson being in like the 30s and 40s yes he too? is so he's is he a, an older guy he is um so yeah you, you have him uh in the past in the solo movies and then like he is part like when he's first introduced would be in the conquering a uh, conqueror mm-hmm. worm uh arc story in the movie uh as a ghost so I guess he could be older in one and younger in the other. Yeah, he could be, or, yeah. you know, Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell in the Hellboy yeah. modern movies. Yeah. And then, yeah. That'd be a really fun yeah. cameo for Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Which is yeah. some of the best ways yeah. to see him every now and then. <laughs> um, so yeah, him. Uh, I would do uh, Professor Broom, who was... Uh, uh, blanking on his name uh, in the first one, like, he's he's like the older like professor who kind of is the father figure to Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, I had Jared Harris because okay. if you oh my god if you've seen Chernobyl oh yeah oh I mean no no I haven't sorry no sure. no I'm not so, oh, yeah. so good I did not who's Jared ha- Gerald House uh, he is um trying he's to think on Mad Men yeah he's on Mad Men he um he, I'm trying to think of... who who is this guy he's fantastic oh my god he's so good uh but yeah he's he's who like is he the... in Chernobyl. Yeah, he's the, he's like the main guy in Chernobyl. The guy with glasses. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the scientist. What's this guy's name? Uh, Jared Harris. Oh, Jared. Harris. Oh, who's he playing? Uh, he he's was, playing uh, Professor Moriarty uh, too. And oh the, yeah, Sherlock. Game of uh, yeah, Sherlock. Sherlock. That's right. Movies. That's right. Yeah, he's. Uh, oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's such a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he would be a really good Doctor Broom. Uh, he yeah, he would be. For Rasputin, uh, I have Oscar Isaac. I, yeah, I, okay. I feel like he I, you know, get his head shaved. Let him grow out that beard. Just go full apocalypse. Oh, full sorry, yeah. yeah this guy's Lane <laughs> Price from Mad Men. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He's the the British uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> the British guy is his title. <laughs> the British. In uh, British man. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and then that's uh, a good casting list all around. Yeah, for uh, Liz Elizabeth Moss, uh, Ilsa, who is like the love interest for Rasputin. I have uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Okay. From uh, Westworld. I like to see her in some mm-hmm. more stuff. She's, yeah. she's very intense. Yeah. I could yeah. see her as that. But yeah. Uh, Roger, uh, Brian Cranston, who's like the, the golem person. Uh, and then there's also. You have Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. If he's bald. Hey, like he, he played the weirdo <laughs> bad guy in Power Rangers. He so could do it. I, I'm all for like it. He's, he's more of like a tortured like Frankenstein type character. And he's, he's going to die in one of the movies. And then like Hellboy meets a spirit in hell in the comics. So he comes back a little in that. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> I see in the Aaron con- Paul doing that. I don't see <laughs> yeah. In the in the Conqueror Worm, uh, there is a character called Herman von Kempt, who is a head in a, a Nazi head in a jar, 
Yeah. Um, and I would have Christoph Waltz playing that. Very good. <laughs> playing that role. I don't see the connection. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being typecast as a Nazi all the time. I know. <laughs> well, it's just like. You gotta feel good about yourself. Hollywood's <laughs> like, we need a German. Uh, who's that one guy? <laughs> Christoph. Christoph Waltz. Okay. Or Daniel Brühl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one tell him about Daniel Brühl. <laughs> He's still getting other ideas. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's that's basically my cast, and you could do like all kinds of things with it. You could do, uh, and like you could do like a mini series or something that's like Hellboy and the BPRD in 1954. Like there are all these like little like one off comics of him at different points in time, like Hellboy in Mexico. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's my shared universe. There's just like so much you could do with uh, the Magnola. Verse. I will say, uh, my one my one mark on this mm-hmm. sounds less less than a, sh- a, hell, a shared universe, more like a Hellboy universe. Well, it's definitely like a trilogy of films. It's a, it's like a trilogy of like Hellboy is like the core of the universe, but there are. But once you get to like the spinoff series, yeah, stuff, there's a lot of spinoffs. Like Lobster Johnson and stuff. yeah, like Lobster Johnson's right. a like, big. Would they be getting their own movies and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're getting their own spinoffs yeah, in between then, the big yeah. ones. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shared. It's universe. a hellverse. It's a hellverse. Hellverse. Uh, yeah, like, you could bring like Witchfinder it. into there too, which is another Magnolia one that kind of takes place in the same universe. So yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, Very cool. So that's that's uh, Hellboy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Delicious. So my cinematic universe Sorry. that I am proposing here today is a, and I got to figure out a better word for it a a movies based on disney rides universe (laughs) so i mean this sort of uh came from almost the rides themselves based off movies no the rides there's movies based on rides and there's rides based on movies but you know when they pirates of the caribbean Caribbean, uh once they hopefully make another attempt at uh, Haunted Mansion. Oh, man. You know, because yeah. uh, Guillermo del Toro is obsessed with Haunted Mansion and wants to direct the movie. Is this the Guillermo del Toro episode? <laughs> yeah. It is. Every episode is the Guillermo del Toro episode. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this, this sort of came from, um, you know, the talk recently that uh, I guess after five Pirates movies, they're finally going in a new direction with it. No. And... Wow. Uh, and I think if, you know, if they're going to do that, I think you could do that, you know, even without the rest of the Disney rides, uh, you could do a Pirates universe and just show, just have a bunch of different pirate movies under the Pirates of the Caribbean the Disney banner. banner. There's more, sure. you know, there's plenty of pirates out there in the no, sea. The, but I thought it was all just Johnny Depp. There, I've, it's I I looked it up, and there was actually more pirates than just Jack Sparrow. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll fact But, uh, yeah, I think that would be cool just to sort of bring back the whole swashbuckler genre. I would love to see. Okay, did you watch the show Black Sails? I yeah. need to see that. Very, did you? No, I didn't. I, I, uh, yeah, very, I very cool show. Um, and they, they end up, it gets substantially better. First season's hard to get through, and then it gets incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, very up there with, like, Vikings or, like, okay. Game of Thrones kind of stuff. Yeah. and um, That's what I've heard. I do get to see that. Yeah, and, yeah. like, it's all mostly based off, of, like, the Treasure Island book. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, because it is much more adult. It it's yeah. not a show for children. But I'm like, it would be fun just to see that, like, because I always enjoy that first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. so free-spirited, and it would be cool to see, like, all mm-hmm. oh, the 
the other awesome real pirates that were out there and calico jack yeah. and um, but if you long if, blackbeard and so if you did want to like merge it with the other rides though would you how would how do you incorporate pirates with with haunted mansion well, I'm glad you asked, because I was actually prepared for so that. So comes the machine. I mean, Haunted Mansion has a huge history and lore behind it. And, I mean, a lot of that is, you know, uh, you know, 1700s and stuff. You know, there yeah. were ship captains involved, and you could pull that all in together. You could, you know, make some of the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion movie sort of reference other... Um, events that may have happened okay. in pirates movies. Now the the tough part that's been really I've been up for about uh, four days straight working on this theorem <laughs> is how to connect you guys pirates chart. and haunted mansion uh, to country bear jamboree. I had a thought for you, and I don't want to help yeah. your case at all. But well, uh, I want you to help my case. Well, well, the haunted mansion could very easily be set um, uh, as a mansion facing the sea. Yeah, the yeah. S- south yeah, of Louisiana. Too obvious. Yeah, you put uh, actually you called it Louisiana. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a very, <laughs> it's a very, uh, it was a very stomping ground, and it was often pillaged by pirates. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and then maybe a pirate I'll call Nick Cage and see if he's on board. Uh, yeah, Nick Cage would always be welcome. <laughs> and then the bears. Yeah, God. the country bears. Which there was a bear There was. If you did, you know, I don't know how many you remember, but there was a country bears. bear movie. <laughs> the bears. And it was. Is there a ride? Country it was. Bears? Uh, there. Is well, it's not there? a. It's not a ride. It's a show. It's a show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not at Disneyland anymore, but it is at Disney World. I went yeah. to it a couple months ago. Yeah, I'm taking and this was as blown away. No, it was, oh, wait, I was <laughs> the concert experience of its life. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Country Bear Jamboree is a fun little show. Are those the only three ones you have? Um, it's a small world. Yeah, I about to say, small, small world. Small world. You could, I mean, you could Tom go Sawyer. on small uh, world. Tom Sawyer is mm-hmm. easy enough to yeah. jam into all Paints those. And fences. Uh, um. What other ones? What's a good? Uh, uh, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Splash <laughs> Mountain. That, that could transition. Well, that's like uh, an entire. That's film like rare rabbit. You know? No one's ever gone down this waterfall before. <laughs> yeah. So we're taking rare care. Rabbit, that's, come on. Yeah, that's where they wanted the that country bears. From yes, it all works. That came from uh, Songs of the South, which you know you can't find. <laughs> right <laughs> i'm but, on board uh, you know mostly we're still oh man still waiting on that blu-ray i guess <laughs> oh yeah. you could do the uh, uh the jungle safari jungle safari jungle they're actually safari. working on well, that, that right now are you serious what? they're working on a jungle safari movie <laughs> right this very second we do this oh, as heaven heart jokes and cast. fiction but it's all true yeah <laughs> everything's gonna happen no oh, and man. i mean they've done you know they've done Plenty of pirates. They did the haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy. Mm, that was a sure. so sort what, of blue. But what is the Avengers of this? What is What's the Avengers? Bring us well, the well, I don't the think shield. it'll need to. I don't necessarily want them all to come together huge. I just want a little bit of overlap. So yeah. it's like it's like cameos. Mm. Yeah, it's sort the of same like way Pixar gives cameos. I imagine it's just yeah. knowing it's in the same universe. Yeah, There's I no think it's sort of just a it all universe in. building, you yeah. know. I need to see the mountain from Splash Mountain team up with Jack Sparrow. Exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's not worth it. I, I, if they fight on the mountain, like if they <laughs> fight cool. on this mountain from Splash Mountain, there's like a rabbit hopping yeah. by. I mean, yeah. you got the river Every boat. character is Johnny Depp. 
Yeah, he every plays character. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the teacup rides. You can bring teacup in rides. Uh, Alice in Wonderland character. Uh, they got this great ride there. Uh, you could probably make a film out of it. It's uh, called the Star Wars Tours. <laughs> Star Tours. Star Tours. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something there. There's like Rebels. No one wants to see It's a space opera. Some of the Star Tours elements have been brought into the canon of Star Wars through like the shows and stuff. Yeah, thank God. And old Star Tours. Yeah, get a little Star Tours up in there. And but yeah, I mean that's that's the main thing. It started as just sort of a pirates universe that I wanted to see more pirates and explore more settings and then i was like let's bring in the rest of them so i the you know pirates like to see. crash okay <laughs> a lot of a lot of fun then they crash on this island that has the haunted mansion yes the island is also kind of like skull island there's a bunch of weird forest stuff oh gosh here's uh, there's a bunch of bears there that can talk <laughs> yeah what if they followed a pirate ship and it was like of the villain of the week or the alien of the week but a movie form so like they're on a pirate ship and they're like oh we need to stop off here and then it's like the jungle cruise and they're getting attacked by things and then they get on a boat I think the, the only problem is just that they're all different uh, eras <laughs> oh, it's a yeah. teacup well, eras of time so I think the pirates would need to be sort of they're on a referenced boat. in the past where tense. does the Swiss family Robinson <laughs> whatever where do they fit in I mean that could fit right <laughs> yeah. in there Tarzan? I mean you put you that mean, in the jungle time travelers jungle mm-hmm. cruise yeah and uh, yeah I mean you get the little I mean maybe we can even make a movie about the food stands. I don't know. <laughs> they made Tomorrowland. That was a, that's a ride, right? Seventeen dollar water bottle. Tries to get it on with a twelve year old girl in that <clears throat> what? movie. Have you guys what seen movie? Movie? No, yeah, have you seen, seen it? There's a reason it flopped. He has <laughs> well, a, a few an reasons. intense sexual tension. You can feel with it. A twelve year old robot girl. Imagine nice. in I mean, what was it, X Men nice. Apocalypse when Wolverine, who's like fifty, runs out and he sees like sixteen, fifteen year old I'm just say Sansa, Jean Sansa. Grey, <laughs> and then it's very creepy because you can tell they're in love. But yeah. then it's like, dude, she's like 16, and you're clearly like a 45 year old man. And he looks 45. So imagine he's that, like but like <laughs> times 20, and that's yeah. tomorrow. Because in the back of your mind, you're like, well, well Sophie Turner is like 21, yeah. you know. But in the back of your mind, when you're watching this, you're like, no, that is a 12. That's a child child. actor. Well, tomorrow, <laughs> I mean, this is gonna, this will be a clean slate. Tomorrow's land's not included. You're in <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ousting them. Clean slate, except for you know, we can throw Johnny Depp in there yeah. later. Well, I don't know. Man. Johnny Depp's not even he's all. <laughs> Johnny Depp as himself. We'll play the twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh. That's my prompt. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, all worthy prompts. I want to talk to you though about a prompt that I, I or a, a universe that I think we've all wanted to see, but we've just never really thought about it. In this universe, um, it's taking together some of our most beloved characters and having them kill each other. It's nice. the Hitman spy universe. Nice. And to give you context, it's a three-movie arc, however, with its spinoffs, of course, because, of course, all these movies are going to get a bunch of spinoffs. Sure. And it's a multi-studio combination film. <laughs> so, much in the vein of Who Framed Roger Literally Rabbit. everyone's working on yeah, it. Yeah, uh, like, and, and, and Hollywood can be convinced because they want to pay this. The only one who's not in it is Disney. They're the only people who don't have a stake in this, and that's because they can't handle Actually, the Actually, you're looking at this wrong. Disney bought, bought all of these franchises. <laughs> right, so that's how they brought it together. Well, uh, to, to give you context, so what I'm talking about, the spy, hitman, assassin universe, 
I'm talking, and I'm going to list every character that's in movie one. John Wick, Ethan Hunt, Jason Bourne, Shaft, Leon the Professional. And they're all in the first James, film. This is the first film. James Bond, Daniel Craig. Uh, and Sean Sugar, but hold on, his mentor is Sean Connery. I want to make that very clear. Wait, could you imagine trying to ask Daniel Craig to do an entire new universe of James Bond movies? <laughs> just be like, all right, kill me. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Anton Sugar from No Country uh, the uh, No Country for yeah, Old Men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Statham, the Transformer, uh, Transporter. The Transformer. <laughs> yeah, I was already looking at. I was already looking at Fake Born, which is uh, Fake the born. Jeremy Renner version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Drive Angry's Nick Cage. Yep. Right. Uh, Mr. Smith. Mrs. Smith. The Bride <laughs> from <too>. Kill Bill. <laughs> Atomic Blonde. Equalizer. And finishing it up, Jesus. Rambo. So what Rambo. is the... So this what is, is bringing all these people what's together? What's bringing all these... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's these a lot of different yeah. areas. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it starts with uh, a James Bondian threat. And what's really the fun part about this movie and why, you know, if you think about it, you could get really excited. Uh, you can see I'm how excited. I've kind of incorporated teams in there a little bit. You know, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Bournes, <laughs> well. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and and, and these, these characters who necessarily aren't on their own, but they kind of like form together. So you see the teams going in and they're all trying to uh, uh, find this. Basically, nuclear launch codes have been stolen. James Bond okay, failed his mission to get him. So they're stolen There's nuclear launch codes. a lot of government agencies involved so, throughout all exactly. of these Exactly. So all these different government agencies are sending their best. And they represent the studios making a- the movie. yes. <laughs> and they all send their best to go get these nuclear launch codes. Now, they all have different allegiances, uh, uh, come from different areas. Um, yeah, and it... it uh, Oh, did I mention the equalizer? Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, you uh, sure did. Yeah, and they're all coming in from different areas. And so uh, what this basically amounts to, as they're trying to get the nuclear launch codes, as uh, they're they're doing this, it, and, it, and it slowly introduces it where it's like our uh, our British contact in MI6 could not retrieve it. We're on our own. It turns around and it's the CIA, and there's all the born standing there. And they're like, all right, I guess we got to go, you know, another one of these. And uh, and so, then, so they go. So for is it. Jason Bourne cool with them now? Yeah, uh, because he, did they he, figure that all out. Well, it, it out. It, it, it's less of that. It's more like they contact him. They're like, "Hey, uh, we, we need our you. Bad. Uh, they know they need him." Yeah, about the killings. Uh, sorry, but if you do this, if you <laughs> do this bad. mission for us, I was gonna say you're welcome like to come. Every home. single one of these agencies is telling all of their agents, "Come back for one more, and we'll wipe you clean." Yeah, and this is that movie for yeah, all on, of these with people. With the one exception of John Wick who just is in the wrong place at the wrong time, <laughs> yeah. continuing his train of just being the most unlucky guy. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so he, so this, and they all, they're all having scenes with like their other counterparts. John Wick, he's hanging out with Common. Common's like, oh, you stabbed me, you know? And uh, so they're all having scenes and then they just get these calls and there's like an explosion and like a fights are happening and it's all these different people coming together and having interactions, mm. quippy one-liners, the fighting, and, and eventually it amounts to a three-movie battle royale tournament <laughs> system. I'm going to read you off the matchups going into this round one. This is like one. the ultimate fan film, like Alien vs. Predator, Well, do you Predator, remember all uh, the ultimate showdown of Ultimate that's exactly Destiny? Because yeah, that's what I got in my yeah. head this yeah. whole time. So Classic, this, is, this is, and it's a multi-studio. If they wanted to make all the money in the world, they would do this. This movie, is the right? last If you movie. haven't seen that video, <laughs> yeah, it's made. very, very, like, two thousands. Uh, yeah. It wasn't even. It was like on Newgrounds. Yeah, it was like a Newgrounds. Yeah, it was a Ebon's world. Yeah, Ebon's world. Yeah, you gotta look up. 
The ultimate showdown. Oh, man. You'll love ultimate it. destiny. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mr. Rogers in a blitzing <laughs> sweater is going to be the ending of the movies. <laughs> and so in, in round one, we have uh, John Wick versus Fake Born. John Wick wins. Uh, and also, I want to keep in mind, John Wick actually <laughs> fights many agents while fighting Fake Born. <laughs> Okay. And he keeps getting like kind of shot and stabbed, and so the whole movie he still has that bleeding abdominal that he consistently yeah, has a, in yeah, every yeah. movie. His just movies so that, all take place like a day apart yeah, from each other. Just, so that, just that everyone's on fair ground. With him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, then also we have Ethan Hunt versus Nick Cage's Drive Angry. Uh, oh. it, Nick Cage has no reason to be there. He just heard about nuclear as a launch coats. He got in his car. Well, okay, it's Drive Angry. So, so, so Satan told him, "Get in this. Get yeah. you some." <laughs> yeah, and so it's it's Ethan Hunt versus Drive Angry, and that's actually that whole fight takes place in a driving fight they're shooting while driving Got it's it. an incredibly oh, nice. well choreographed it's on the teetering edge of a mountain it you're is. like ready to go into production <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh then we have jason Bourne versus mr smith now this is a great fight uh because mr and mrs smith show up at the location together and they're trying to fight two other people uh shaft is also <laughs> fighting mrs smith nice. uh now jason Bourne kills mr smith but we also get that matt damon versus brad pitt Ooh, fight that i'm sure everyone would want to cool. see that would be yeah. very cool um, and it's a gritty hand-to-hand fight, and eventually Jason Bourne wins. Uh, and, and Shaft, he's just doing these smooth one-liners while Angelina Jolie is just chucking knives at his head, and eventually one goes right between his <laughs> eyes. Do you have, and he's like, mother, and dies. Do you have all three generations of Shaft? Like the new Shaft movie that just oh. came out? <laughs> uh, no, this one will be Samuel and Jackson. Uh, okay. uh, the 2000s one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, the new uh, movie has... All of them, yeah. 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 Then we'll weird. have uh, Leon the Professional versus the Bride from Kill Bill. Uh, the Bride's gonna win that contest. Oh, Leon's yeah. gonna have this like where he's trying to sniper. I want to see the Bride fight John Wick. Oh yeah. Oh boy. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, the Bride, the, the Bride versus uh, Leon the Professional. Uh, he's like trying to sniper. So it's this great like her like uh, showing off her dexterity, yeah. and he's like shooting, and he and eventually he's like almost like a clever girl moment where he like, cuts <laughs> off his head. Uh, then James Bond versus Atomic Blonde. I think that's a great matchup just because, you know, yeah. what's, what's James Bond's greatest weakness, uh, right? Mm. Uh, but he does end up winning that ankle. fight uh, very, very closely. It's very sexist. Yeah. Me. Well, it, it, you know, Mrs. Smith and the bride are still going, so let's take it easy. <laughs> uh, then we have Anton Sugar versus, the e- versus Equalizer. And I think this could be just a great um, uh, Javier Bardem, like, no quit, where he just brutally, like, crushes our head. Or, like, just, like, yeah. just, I'm assuming you're going hard R. Oh, this is hard yeah. No, no, it's going to be a G. Yeah, yeah, that's a <laughs> And then the final one <laughs> is the transporter versus Rambo, and the transporter barely that. wins. Uh, oh, so he does win. Oh, yeah, Rambo? he does win. Oh. Kind of uses his age. I'm okay. Let's, I'm about to say, yeah, I guess we're talking about send, Rambo. And he sends him off in a very great fight. Um, uh, so that's the first movie. Can I suggest adding uh, a group of people real quick? Sure. Who do you want? Okay. Even though half of these people are already in here, can you separately have the most of those actors and everyone else reprise the Expendables as a yeah, whole I was to thinking see that so they all, all have play to different characters. Body doubles and I was even thinking uh, Agent 47 from the Hitman uh, oh, yeah. games I mean they've made movies they made and they're movies. awful yeah, yeah but, I, I wanted to go bring like in. more beloved yeah. I guess in a way so that's cool. film one that's film one potentially <laughs> could be but... broken up in two separate films yeah. even the first movies of part one and two yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but then movie two it gets a little more story driven oh uh, this one's getting a little more more it's more story driven so movie two um uh, is going to feature the matchups uh if you, if you need a refresher of who survived last round we have john wick jason Bourne, anton sugar james bond ethan hunt mrs smith the bride and transporter and yeah. this one's a little more yeah. story driven they're getting closer to getting the nuclear codes and trying to find out who's like 
kind of like oh, they, they're still zones. going after the code. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna ask, what the, what's the villain doing? <laughs> the yeah, villain just, just enjoying it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's kind of this manipulation. The you whole gotta time. add a couple, like one or two. Now, do you have a title for this to, series to give it like a oh this series? Yeah, what's the title of this like um, these films? Uh, the Death Verse. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the Parabellum Ultimata <laughs> Casino <laughs> Royale. Atomic Casino Royale Blonde. I like it. Uh, it's it's kill the atomic casino. Mr. Right and out. Mrs. Kill the atomic casino. Right <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> you want this shaft, Junior. Each yeah. movie features Ultimate. a new original Ultimate. song by Randy Newman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I was thinking some. I was thinking Kenny Loggins, but yeah. All right. Actually, we need go. some rock. Oh this yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, and, and and to supplement some fights and maybe slow it down, we'll put in some of their side characters. We'll put Common in there for a fight. Uh, some of the other like assassins kind of join the fray. Um, but the main, main marquee fights uh, of movie two is uh, John Wick versus Ethan Hunt. John, John Wick, Wick wins that fight. He has and to win all of this. He, it, He's yeah. a man. <laughs> it's it's a great fight too. It closes out a long Mission Impossible series arc, you know. And, uh, <laughs> so this is connected to all their cannons. Yeah, and it yeah. ends every. It closes out a beautiful arc, and it actually ends on uh, Tom Cruise. He actually does die on set. Uh, doing one last stunt. <laughs> Literally, the actor yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber uh, comes in. Sorry, it, 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 it's incredibly <laughs> fitting and a really uh, kind of touching tribute to this character. Uh, then we have Jason Bourne versus Mrs. Smith. Jason Bourne wins that fight. Okay. Uh, Anton Sugar versus The Bride, which, oh Ooh, my gosh. That'd be cool. It's an amazing fight where it seems like she just keeps cutting him, and it's just inevitable. And he he's giving amazing speech about like the futility of like man, and it's just <laughs> sure. it's it's incredible. The- like she, he puts out his hand, she stabs through the hand, and it goes and like touches his eye, and he just like keeps going like yeah. He he's like he's like you want to kill me, you know? Like it, it's amazing, amazing. She doesn't say a word. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, James Bond versus Transporter. You know, good little British slugfest in there. Yeah, okay. uh, James Bond wins that fight. Mm. Wait, is Jason Statham also in there as his character from Crank? No. Well, I have a spinoff I've been forming for you. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. want Jason Statham to play every action hero he's ever... Crank, Mechanic, uh, Parker... And they uh, team up against the Meg. Transported the Meg. Yeah. Even, just all of him. It turns out they're all, all like clones of the same yes. guy. <laughs> the the yeah. state of conspiracy. Yeah. And go. so, yeah, James Jones was transferred. And then we get to our finale, um, and that is movie three. It is, it's the penultimum. Well, pen ultimatum and it's an incredible uh signing off, signing off for i think what you consider probably the three most recognizable male hitman characters with john wick jason Bourne, and james bond and then of course the bride oh, which geez. is of course one of the greatest assassins of all time sure. and so you get john wick versus jason Bourne, the bride versus james bond and uh it ends up being john wick versus the bride in the finale Ooh. and john These wick wins exhausted walking point. <laughs> walking out with a katana through his right hand john he's wick missing wins. like a knee yeah <laughs> but a dog comes up and licks him as he's standing there i thought you were gonna say that him and the bride end up like putting aside their differences and like settling down together and uh, no, <laughs> no you find out the bride this whole time had the little 
token that they give people, the blood token that the John mm-hmm. Wick people give, and they turn out they gotta help each other stop because they're. I know there's a villain. Yeah, where's right? the bad guy? There's supposed in all to be a this. bad guy. <laughs> <in all laughs> this. Well, it turns out the bad guy the whole time was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Hell he yeah. actually, while he was governor of California, and he plays Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> real time. while yeah. he was while he was governor of California, he had sent in a strike force to steal the nuclear um, <laughs> launch code. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and it ends up being, uh, yeah, and, and and here's here to your point, they don't pull out blood tokens. So you know the tokens that you get? Yeah, Chuck uh, E. Cheese tokens. John Wick's kind of like flipping one, and she's like, oh, you've got, and she like pulls out like and just drops out of her pocket, and it's like, oh, you're also part of the Continental, yeah. you know? And we could have it where some of these hitmen actually stay at the Continental and like are coming in and out, so. Yeah, and that's my, that's my uh, kill. Very John Wick-centered. Well, you know, he... I, he this is John Wick kind of pseudo he stole the script He's kind of the pseudo-protagonist. He's, he's, okay. And I, I would believe that he could take down everyone. Yeah. Just watching uh, him survive these three weeks in his three-movie span. I, I gotta say, I just, I picture, uh, you know, an anchorman, where they're all, like, kind of sitting <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, like, yeah, everyone just kind of, kind of enters into the battle, yeah. and then they just have, like, a giant this battle. Anchorman 2... Because the battle in the movie is yeah. great. Oh, yeah, but the battle in that one the was battle like, is it the went best on part for like of the whole 20 movie. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, and they had like to me that would be these whole, all of these movies yeah. would be that. Yeah. To, to me, the biggest thing: each one of these fights ha- is unique. It's different. Uh, how the, many like, directors are working on these at once? How many directors? <laughs> just uh, Michael. Just Bay. the John Wick directors, actually. Yeah. Uh, the John Wick directors, and then I think is it Colin McQuarrie that did Mission Impossible. Uh, he's an incredible action director. So uh, I, I think he's done the most recent ones. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'd, I'd put them two together, uh, and they would actually, uh, uh, you know what? I'm scratching. Each each uh, each fight would be directed by a different director. I like. That. I was gonna yeah. say because if you really want those styles, you need to yeah. pull in the people yeah. who did these individual movies. Yeah. Right. So so the Ethan Hunt Drive Angry would be Colin McQuarrie. Of course, he handles driving really good. Okay. Uh, uh, I want Edgar Wright to direct one of Ooh, these yes. fight Edgar scenes. Edgar Wright. So who's, a, who's a music-centric character? We could get. Let's just get Baby Driver. Yeah, just get Baby Driver <laughs> pulls in at one He'll point. He'll be the guy that brings people around. Yeah, he's an Uber driver for the entire exactly. movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I might want uh, Leon the Professional. He's the driver uh, versus for the, the bride. I could see that directed by uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Huh. And yeah, each one's different. Sniper versus like sword person fight. Like it's just a lot of fun stuff going yeah. on in it. My only uh, downside to this is that it's just a porn. It's just action movie porn. Which, that, I'm not against that. Now? I'm not against it. But there's nothing with, with, there. with, the, with the absence of Endgame, we need the studios... <laughs> the, they need to come together. The studios realize there's a looming threat in Disney. He's collect, collected all the stones. <laughs> and so the studios actually just put everyone together to stop this, yeah. on, this juggernaut. So... Yeah, I, I, I think not only is this movie uh, fun, awesome, exciting. These three movies. Features, <laughs> yeah, features all these this different directors saga. and incredible styles. I also want Hero Murray to direct one. If you know Hero Murray, he's really incredible. No, uh, director. He, he does all, he did This Is America. He directs a lot of episodes oh. of Barry. Okay. He's really okay. good, so I'd put him in there. I actually might put Barry in there. I, put Barry. I love Barry. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. What is the budget? <laughs> Because that's a lot uh, of actors. Well, this is all a government funded. Well, what I would this like to it. say is, uh, what was action. Endgame's budget? It was uh, about $500 million. Perfect. It'll make it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds great. Uh, Where yeah. are all these little studios going to get that kind of money? Well, oh, no. They're all 
teaming up. That's why it's a joint investment. It's also, you, you minimize your risk when you and do if that. It so flops, if anything, there's an all incentive. All the studios fail. <laughs> and when they kill off the actors when they die in the movie, they never have yeah. to pay them. Ooh, so they end their ending the like every franchise in and history. Here's the thing, with this John Wick, I, I, I truly believe Keanu Reeves would do this for free if you asked him. They're like, hey, we like, can't no. afford this. Keanu, yeah, I'd like to know which of these yeah. guys would be like, actually, I'm really into this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of them. I, Jason Statham, I actually like that. Well, I mean, because <laughs> John Reno? With so I think many people, totally for this. Uh, it's not going to be a huge workload for any one of them. No. I, guess, I guess it's, it's almost like a contest to get directors yeah. into direct action scenes of fan mm-hmm. favorite characters. Yeah. And also Guillermo del Toro. How many stuntmen are going to die in this? Okay. What's that? What's that? How many stuntmen are going to die during the oh, uh, No, this just, Tom Cruise. <laughs> just Tom Cruise. The amount of ankles that will be broken on set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Unheard of. Yeah, actually, John Wick and uh, Ethan Hunt's fight takes place in a Top Gun fighter jet while they're spinning around. <laughs> Hollywood hospitals are going to be making a lot of money when these movies are being filmed. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Wow, okay. I know. All right. How do you yeah. follow that? Yeah. Like that <laughs> uh, All right, Hank. Interesting. Well, I've been crunching the numbers for a while now, and I have a few pages that I will be going with all of you, through all of you um, with all of you today. So I am doing uh, one of my favorite, most beloved films ever, uh, a film I don't think actually needs a sequel, but if we're going to do them, this is what I want. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And I am foregoing uh, the trope of calling it the whatever verse. Uh, I am calling this a dynamite world. <laughs> okay. All right. So... Film number one. I have more detail in like the first three. This is what really matter. And then everything else is just for well, fun. Well, yeah, you got to work on the launching platform. Right? Exactly, exactly. So we'll get to those in phase three. But for now, film one, Napoleon Dynamite, as is, it's great. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I don't remember if there were seniors in high school. I don't think so. I don't so. think they even they tell be, you. I don't know. Uh, That's not the important part. They were like 30-year-olds yeah. in a high school. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> my only retcon would really be saying they have at least one more year of yeah. high school yeah. to go through this. I think they were And they, they weren't really seniors. Say, I don't think. They, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So we're going to lose Napoleon Dynamite so <laughs> as it is. And just so you all know, I have eight films planned and a TV series oh, spinoff. Wow. Um, so here we go. A Dynamite World. Film one. Napoleon Dynamite. Film two. This is going to be our. Um, this is going to be our other guy, and this guy is completely. He has never been mentioned by any character in this in Napoleon Dynamite, and it's going to be at a at like the rival high school, and it's going to follow the story of a man named Samuel Pancake, and Samuel Pancake. Uh, he's sort of a loner, kind of like, you know, he's a weird, weird guy, kind of like Napoleon Dynamite, right? Definitely one of the outcasts. Uh, he's a bowling master. This dude loves bowling. And so how Napoleon Dynamite's story revolved around, kind of revolved around the talent show at the end, this is going to end with the massive bowling championship that he's been training for forever. So... Same thing. He's Napoleon's age. They're the same grade in high school. They're just at rival high schools, right? And we're never going to see Napoleon or any of those characters in this until a little thing at the end to tell you, oh, this is connected. So, centers on this bowling league championship. I think Sam Rockwell is going to play the villain, (laughs) um, regardless of anything. Uh, Age doesn't matter because I love Sam Rockwell. I do not have an actor for Samuel Pancake because I want it to be kind of like John Heater. They just got to go find a guy who's not really big and just get a weird dude to do this and it'll be perfect yeah. um so these are his little crew members samuel pancakes for instance you got pam pancake that's his aunt uh and she's kind of like the uh the grandma character from Napoleon dynamite but this is her thing and she's like not too old 
Um, I think Marissa Tomei uh, basically <laughs> would get anime in here. Um, and she's just like badass bowler, right, from another generation. Then you have his best friend uh, and his only friend, Mr. Uh, Mark Park. Uh, Mark Park is just uh, this guy. He's very, very quiet. He doesn't really say too much, but he just has these eyes that are so piercing and so incredible. And anytime somebody tries to make fun of old Sam Pancake, Mark Park is always there to give him the crazy stare. Nobody wants to fight crazy, right? <laughs> and so that's going to be like his Pedro. And then we have... <laughs> the name I came up with their female friend is just Josie. Just Josie. Um, J-O... Dash S-E-E. Uh, she is the, I, I described her as the female hardcore wild card. Uh, she's three grades below whatever grades they are. And so I think she's going to be like an eighth grader or something. And she's going to be, I imagine, I don't remember her name. Remember in Zombieland, right. the younger sister? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super spunky, doing her own thing. Little she rock. usually like, yeah. yeah, and she usually like undercuts our main character because she's actually smart. And she's actually super dedicated to bowling as well. And so basically, we're going to be going all around. Of course, these are set in, I think it's Preston, Idaho, is where the original um, Napoleon Dynamite is set. So we're in the Idaho world here. Uh, and you have just like high school scenes, bowling scenes. There's a big state fair as well that they're going to be going through doing some weird stuff. Um, and the ending of the movie is going to end with old Sam Pancake realizing he needs to learn a little bit of a fighting skills to protect himself from bullies and he's actually going to walk into Rex Quando and that's how we know it's all connected. Now, film three. I titled it Dynamite Pancake. This is when the buddies come together for the ultimate crossover. Basically, all this movie is I just wrote when a state high school program forces the two schools to team up with each other against a third school for a talent show for an Idaho charity involving cornfields. Napoleon and, because they worked on a farm for a while, Napoleon and Samuel Pancake are forced to team up and take down a group of nerdy bullies from the third high school. And that third high school is going to be a private school. So they're going to be like the super gamer nerds from that school, and they're just going to be constantly making fun of them for being like, they're going to call them like corn eaters a lot and things like that, which isn't even a negative, but that's what they're going to be doing. And that's going to be our big crossover where we finally have a reason to bring Napoleon and Sam Pancake into this world together. Each of these movies will have those original casts, all their side characters, so Deb and Pedro will be in it from the first one and then of course mark park and josie will be in these as well and then aunt um aunt pam pam cake pancake she's gonna team up with uh <laughs> with the grandma and they're just gonna go dune bugging um otherwise film four i'm just flying through these this is gonna be our deb solo movie um deb of course the makeup artist from the original film uh they went to the dance together and everything uh and in this deb had a line in the first movie and they were like why are you trying to sell me like makeup or whatever and she's like i'm trying to afford college and that's when like kip is like your mom goes to college and that part always um, made me very sad Oh, it's incredibly why. sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, is. very sad. Yeah. Um, and so Deb, she finally has enough money. And so she moves to Omaha, Nebraska, the big city. Yeah. And so she wants to pursue a career in makeup, but faces um, competition at the beauty school from the Corn Brothers. And that's going to be Ethan and Rob Corn. And they are also makeup artists, and they're just giving her a lot of crap. So Deb befriends Carrie Wampler. And the two become close friends as they try to impress their teachers, but are constantly thwarted by the Corn Brothers. And so it's just a classic story of these two women coming together, being best friends to take down these jerks. Because they want to look good in front of the teachers, and the Corn Brothers keep sabotaging them. So they're going to sabotage them right back. Going to flush out Deb a little bit. 
Uh, film five. This is the Pedro prequel. And you're all going to love how this connects Jeez. to an even broader universe that's out there. Um, Pedro. It's just called Pedro. This follows Pedro's youth living in Mexico. His uncle is a cartel crime lord. This also gives us more background on his like badass like cousins that show up in the first Napoleon Dynamite movie and why they're there, right? And the whole movie, and he's not, he's still, a, he's like just a teenager, so he's like 13 or 14, right? And this is all basically the year or so before he moves to um, Idaho and meets Napoleon and begins that adventure. Uh, but basically, there's this whole war going on within his own family because there's like the cartel that's running Mexico, and then there's also the government. And so, long story short, Pedro eventually becomes inspired by taking down, having to take down his uncle who's a crime lord, and that's later on inspiring him to be a better leader, and that's why he wants to be class president in Napoleon Dynamite, right? Here's my little fun uh, interjection to another universe. The, the 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 cousins that he has, his badass gangster cousins, they're the cousins from Breaking Bad. <laughs> when they get older, that's what oh they end up doing, oh and they have God. the cartel connection already. So, call me Vince Gilligan <laughs> and AMC. Now we're going to go ahead to my final page here. Here's the TV series, and this is called... Is it is Idaho is it Boise or is it Boise Idaho? It's Boise. Boise. Okay, so it's called Boise, and this is going to be following La Fonda and Kip. Right? Remember, they're the ones, right. you know they got together through the internet, and basically La Fonda and Kip they want to live in the big city of Boise. So they go there where they learn more about life and love together, growing up in a city, and it's going to be this version of like the show love or like easy or just those dumb like when people go to los angeles to like find themselves in their 20s super generic shows but this is going to be kip and lafonda who are each like 35 at this point uh and are in boise which isn't like a (laughs) metropolis or anything um so that's the tv series which then leads us to film six a dynamite christmas this takes everything back to basics it brings us to napoleon dynamite centering on his story again and all his regular cast it's almost like a sequel and it's just seeing his life in christmas and seeing what the dynamites do around christmas season and how they treat it there that's nice because you'll get you can watch it every christmas yeah, exactly like christmas vacation at napoleon yeah. dynamite feel and that's why i want to keep it just they actually him. should do it napoleon uh, dynamite it'd be christmas amazing, special, yeah. right? we're, we're overdone for a good christmas movie yeah, yeah man um yeah and then you get to bring the focus Over back on like napoleon and kip's relationship as brothers when kip comes in town from boise and everything for their christmas celebrations uh my seventh and second to last film is of course called alma mater and and that is when Napoleon, and who is now, of course, really good friends with Sam Pancake, they actually go to state college together where they're roomies. And basically, it's kind of like a retread of the, their first two movies, but their lives in college rather than high school. Um, I want to make sure. Oh, yeah, I wrote Sam and Napoleon are college roommates, and they want to hit it off with the ladies. And they join a super lazy frat, like an Animal House kind of frat, where they're just totally not, you know, welcome there, but no one really cares enough to tell them to leave. And they're just like, yes, we're going to get all the ladies now, you know. Um, And that leads us to our final film of my, for now, dynamite world of films. Uh, And that is, of course... Uh, this is more for the true fans. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite 3000 uh, takes place in the year 3000. <laughs> it's the descendants of the Dynamite and Pancake families, and there's robots and floating chairs and just another high school drama, but in the year 3000. And that's pretty much all I have for my Napoleon Dynamite universe. 
right. You put that out so so detailed with the Samuel pancake and everything that you put you put that out into public. I can't wait until a year from now I'm driving down Sunset and see a billboard for Samuel pancake. And I'm like, oh, we should have we should have held that one back. Hey, I, I, I've for, for a while now, I've kept a list on my phone of just weird names. That's a, a real name. There's an actor named Samuel Pancake. I didn't and, even and know. So, what? Like Mark Park, Ethan and Rob Korn. Those are all real people. <laughs> Carrie Wambler. And I keep a list of names that to me are just like ridiculous. And then finally it has <laughs> a purpose. You're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all of you actors. What is but... the uh, nationality origin of the name Pancake? I don't. Where that's a great question. <laughs> German? It's yeah, it's, it's got to be some sort of. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's if we have any um, listeners named Pancake, please drop us a line. Where are you from originally? Your family. Yeah. Um, wow. There's a or, or waffle flapjack. Yeah. Any questions? How, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, how did how? It's three. So it's the year three thousand. So it's been about roughly about a thousand years since. Uh, Roughly. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> Give or take. From 2000 to 3000. Um, <laughs> I think it, it, you could have a very emotional ending if you if uh, they're doing this all, like doing their, their version of like Ancestry.com. And they're like, well, what did... I, I had an idea of, of something where basically in order to have this weird future of Napoleon Dynamite 3000... Um, there would be, and it wouldn't be from any past films, it would just be kind of like putting this in, is basically Napoleon Dynamite and, uh, what's it, Sam Pancake, um, they impressed people so much in their lives as they went on to become superstars at almost nothing but weird talents, mm. and they impressed the, the, the world so much that the world has now dedicated itself to celebrating the lives of Napoleon Dynamite and Sam Pancake, <laughs> and these are following their descendants and what it's like to be the descendants of such wonderful talents. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Napoleon Dynamite's funeral. Oh, I, I don't want to see. That. I want to see someone Actually, toss really some tots into yeah. the hole. It'd be like sweaty, and half the chairs are empty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I could. I think you could. Uh, you could have a really, really Napoleon Dynamite like sweet tone to that final one where they're like, they're like. So what was? Our, what were they like? And they're like. They did all right, you yeah. know, just something like well, and simple. As, and like with all, even with all of this, the whole idea is that every movie music. will not necessarily be getting bigger. None of them go to greater stakes. Yeah. It's just another year in their life, another time it's in their life. Just eight movies in a series of things happening. Yeah, there's no real like they're not evolving at all. They're just getting a little yeah. older, you know, and moving. I dig yeah, in my world. Uh, if All you're right. out there, producers, yeah. hit me up. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now we vote. Well, now we, yeah, now we yeah, vote. Uh, <laughs> uh, our lightning round. Uh, I don't even. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> what do we even decide as a lightning round? It's like what? What secret universe? Uh, or like what connection between movies? Is your favorite? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, it was it was what connection between movies is your favorite? Like what? Like your favorite theory? Hypothesizing. Of, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's yeah. definitely the Pixar. Yeah, universe. the Pixar. I think that's a really interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For me, it'd be Quentin Tarantino that all of his films are in the same world. Uh, mine would be that James Bond is a code name and all. Yeah, oh, that's, always yeah. that's actually my favorite. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for me, I think. I mean, it, the Stephen King movies. Mm. The books are all connected. I'd like to see them 
be more obvious about it in the movies. That, that, that would have hey, to be a studio agreement. Yeah. 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 But yeah. just little It'd be kind of cool to see yeah. a better little hint. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. All right. So let's see here. We have uh, one vote for Noah. Well. Scribbled like a maniac. <laughs> like a murderer. <laughs> The John Wick shit show. <laughs> I'll have you know it's it's, it's a well thought. That's out. a working title, John Wick shit it's show. It's semi is kind of. Oh, what vote for me? Hey, hey. Alex, moving on up. Yeah. And three votes for Noah. Wow! Look wow. at that! Wow! This, no love is for this corn. your first win? This, this is, is my Noah's first win. win. That, uh, that means yes. we've all now officially we've won. We've all now yeah. won. Yeah. Today Some more than others. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I voted for the for Hellboy just because oh, yeah, I kind of kind of like the idea of... Uh, what sold me was the idea of just like a battle that's happened a million times yeah. and then like having that final... Isn't that what your entire universe is? Literally a thousand times. I, 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 I think, no I think, is I think personally we'd all be in a better universe where studios could come together and yeah, go, put aside let's go, hey, who framed Roger Rabbit but with some of our biggest... Fu- and just have them just slug The, the gross income out. of like the state of California after that film just like has a <laughs> massive bump. Yeah. I, I mean, I cannot see that movie not making a billion and a half dollars. I think it would be the last movie. I think it would yeah. cost a billion Everybody and a half would just dollars. Everybody would just unanimously make it. Yeah. <laughs> all the studios would go bankrupt <laughs> and they would all just shut down and, that's and no when more Disney movies. Actually takes yeah. mm-hmm. That's when Disney strikes. Dang it. Disney buys it up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if the they all mitigate Country the Bear Jamboree into the league. fray. We can yeah. talk this out. Yeah. Yeah. We can find finances. I, I, think <laughs> I think at this point we just need straight up loans. I don't know if producers yeah. are going to be on board. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess next up uh, on our next show, we'll be talking about Spider-Man. Because uh, we have Far From Home coming out. I don't, I don't know. That didn't really translate well. <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's when it lands. It's, uh, it's looking like that's probably going to... We're going to take a week off next week uh, for the 4th of July holiday. So unfortunately, there will not be an episode next week. But we'll be back wah, the wah. week after that. We're going to be too busy being patriotic yeah yeah in our country yeah yeah it's a it's a week holiday it's, yeah i take yeah. it off from work and i yeah. just wrap myself in america i actually go to a different planet <laughs> uh, a planet i called america <laughs> mm. take that how you will yeah all right well <laughs> i just eat and drink a lot <laughs> but I mean, there's an excuse. I do that every week. But I, I, I watch. I eat a hot dog, watch a baseball game, and have a beer with yeah. my kid. Hank Jr. I eat a hot dog very slowly while looking at a soldier, <laughs> making eye contact with a soldier. Hands down, <laughs> the best part of Kong Skull Island is in the end during the credits. Oh, you get to see yeah. John C. Riley coming back and meeting his son and his wife, who are still there for him. And he sits down on the couch and he watches the baseball game, watches the Cubs, and he has a that's, hot dog and a beer. That's, that's life. That's all he dreamed of on yeah. the island. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Alex. I'm Jarrett Sears. I'm Noah. And I'm Hank. And this has been a tale from the What If. Ooh. Ooh.